Hi, I'm Holly Cairns, a TD for Cork Southwest, and this is my podcast. Finally, we've gotten around to recording an episode of the podcast. Now that the doll's gone into recess, and I'm here at home in West Cork with Richard, my parliamentary assistant, who most of you know from Instagram, and Claire, campaign manager for the locals and generals, who you also might be familiar with from Instagram, and of course, Hey Hey and Blazer here too. And we're going to go through a sp- an update. An update, yeah. And so we were talking about uh, where to start and um, Holly, you mentioned that um, that people are often um, coming up to you in supermarkets um, asking about the job and they might, some people assume that you live in Dublin the whole time, other people think you're based down here the whole time and so we thought it might be good to ask you to describe what an average week looks like. Yeah, a, d- a week is Monday in Bandon in our office with Richard and Tara. Some other things in the constituency, it depends, but that would be the normal Monday. Followed by Tuesday in Dublin kicks off at the plinth, so that's when all the TDs from the opposition parties go out and make calls to the media. Mm-hmm. And depending on what the issues of the day are, I'll go out if it's disability-related, agriculture-related, anything to do with the Department of Children. If it's health-related, for example, Roisin will be out in the plinth. And then it's Children's Committee on a Wednesday, so there could be... On a Tuesday? So there's kind of a private committee for anything from 15 minutes to an hour, maybe two, um, going through kind of correspondence with the committee, plans for the public sessions, and then we have a public session, which is normally about three hours. There's always then the different meetings. There could be like groups in Boswells, the hotel next door, where you go over and hear from. Could be Men's Shed, could be Alzheimer's Society of Ireland, could be the Irish Cancer Society, and it's the same. There's like an AV room in Leinster House where there's like briefings from different groups. Um, that takes up a bit of time as well. And then there's the doll slots. I feel like Richard would explain this so much better than me more concisely. <laughs> yeah. So like then, yeah, of a doll week, it kind of rotates between the different ministers in their departments. And then I go in to speak when it is the Minister for Agriculture or the Minister of State for Disability or anything covered by the Minister of Children, Roderick O'Gorman. And then also, on any given week in the Dáil, there's what we call private members' business. So because Sinn Féin are the largest opposition party, they have two every week. And then there's another private members' business slot from one of the other groupings in the Dáil every week. So we get one of them about every six or eight weeks. And even if it's not your private member's business, you you would often go in and speak on it if it's your in your portfolio, right? Exactly, if it's disability, agriculture, anything under the Department of Children. Okay. And then we also have these slots that used to be called Promise Legislation, but now they're called... Uh- Questions on policy and legislation. Yeah, because it was not accurate that it was called Promise Legislation. <laughs> Everyone would just go in and ask anything. Go in and yeah. be like, what time is it? Uh, they're one minute slots. And in every other party, actually, the leaders take those questions. So it comes, the, the first slot of every dull day is leaders' questions. Okay. And then straight after leaders' questions, there's these one minute slots where you ask the teacher question. In every other party, the leader takes that. So but in the Social Democrats. In the leaders' questions, it's the leader of each opposition party asking a question of the Tisha? Yeah, well, it's the Tisha on Wednesday and Thursday, or Tuesday and Wednesday, and then Leo Varadkar, the Tónishta, takes it on Thursdays. Okay. And the very odd time that if Micheál's away or something, you'd have, like, Dara Bryan or Michael McGrath somebody taking them. Okay. Um, 
And yeah, the leaders of the opposition parties asking them questions. And there's like a back and forth three times for each leader slot. And then directly after that, there's questions on policy or legislation. Mm-hmm. Uh, one minute slots, all the leaders take them as well, except in the Social Democrats. We rotate it between the other TDs, okay. which is just very sound of Roisin and Catherine. They're not very hierarchical in the Social Democrats. Mm-hmm. And you can see it, even like the fact that they get half the amount of leaders' time because it's two leaders, that they then give their promised legislation slots to their other TDs. Um, there's just a lovely kind of absence of ego about it. So that gives you the opportunity to directly question the Taoiseach. And that's so helpful. Yeah. When there's specific issues, we've been able to raise things like, you know, like the abandoned bypass, the relief route there, things you wouldn't normally get to raise with the Taoiseach, you know. Mm-hmm. Very useful. Yeah, and we can use it because of the rotation that we're, it's, Collie will be speaking at least every second week in it. Okay. So you know that you'll get that. Now it moves throughout the week, so you get Taoiseach, Taoiseach, Taunashta maybe, or sometimes Eamon Sometimes Ryan Eamon is, Ryan on a Thursday, there as yeah. Well. So we like that. We can we raise do. climate issues yeah. with him. That's part of the background stuff that we do then as well, because there's always more stuff to raise than we can. Yeah. So then what you do is you choose, you've got to look at, look, what's the most important thing I can raise this week? But then you also ask, who are you asking it of? Yes. And then you sort of balance up what's better to ask the Taoiseach, what's better to ask um, Eamon Ryan or something like that, you know? Yeah. Because like we, we balanced up things whereby there was like, we knew, we knew we wanted to ask about the abandoned bypass, but Eamon would be a natural um, person to ask as because he's Minister for Transport, but also as, as the way that the slot worked, it was Michael McGrath, Minister of Public Expenditure and Reform. And so he's a Cork TD. So he was... And we need the public expenditure to fund the bypass. More importantly. And then we could ask Eamon about, you know, why why is there less trees planted now that the Greens gone into government instead? So it worked out well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we also have a slot. So we balanced out on a Monday when we're figuring out the plan for the week and what to raise and what slots. There's a slot called topical issues Mm -hmm. as well, where you can put in questions and they may or may not be selected. And it's always the, like... The last slot of the day, you could be in there at midnight asking a random minister about a random thing. And so how are they selected? Is it a lottery? Is it up to the Kian Corla? It's up to the Kian, yeah. So he just... Decides what's topical. He has the power to just decide that. Decide yeah. that. And I do think there's a bit of like consideration, understandably given to like, look, if that topical issue was picked and that is uh, the price of fertiliser then it makes sense to pick another one for the Minister of Agriculture because he's in there anyway at midnight rather than getting, you know, seven different ministers to come in at midnight and answer questions. So there's a bit of, I suppose he's got a balancing to do, him and his office as well. Yeah, Yeah. and like they're also, I suppose as well, what's good about it is like as as a range of things that it it balances sometimes incredibly local, but then also sort of national or global. So... When do you find out if your topical is selected? Because I know that sometimes if, if we have a meeting on a Monday, you'll say, we've put in for this topical, but we don't know yet if it gets selected. Is it quite last minute? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, a, that's a very good, like, so let's say we have to have the, the Tuesday slot is in the evening, so you have to have it in before 10 a.m. And then the Wednesday slot is in the morning, so you have to have that in Tuesday before 1 p.m. Okay. So you'll find out Tuesday afternoon whether you have it that evening or Tuesday afternoon whether you have it the following morning. But because it's very early the following morning, it doesn't matter. You'd have to write it that afternoon anyway. So you're just monitoring your email saying you'll just get a... It'll just pop you, up in the WhatsApp group like, topical selected. Yeah. We're like, oh! Or not selected. So then you've got it. 
And then the, I guess because of the way the door works, like you don't exactly know that you're going in at half past ten to ask a question. That can just drag on. You're sort of yeah. on call watching yeah. the. I know in your office you have a live feed. Yeah. Of the doll. Um, so you're doing work, but also keeping an eye on how fast they're getting to, through the questions because you need to get down there in time for your slot. Exactly. And particularly if there's like, yeah, if one grouping don't show up, like then it could suddenly be 10 minutes earlier that your speaking slot is. But more often it's that the entire doll has been delayed and your slot is an hour later than what you thought. You know, it often ends up running very, very late. And then on Wednesdays is votable business. So it could be from two or three or four in the day you have to be on the grounds of Leinster House in case there's a vote and the bells go off and you have to go in okay and um, there's constantly bells going off in there you start to feel like you're going insane mm. sometimes so there's and they've got different syllables in them so the doll bell goes bing bing for the doll vote the Shannon one goes bing bing Shannon <laughs> and then the committee one goes ding 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 Okay. Three syllables in committee, mm. two in Shannon, one in all. That's how you distinguish between the different bells going off. Sometimes the three of them can be on the go <laughs> at the same time. So you kind of have to stick around. And then there's the voting block on Wednesday night. And so explain the voting block. So any of the votes during the entire week would be deferred to that block. And then the votable business, the reason they're not deferred is because it's like a particular stage of legislation, report stage, when we're discussing amendments that for example, we would put forward and then you call a vote on it in that moment. That can't be deferred to a voting block because there's too many amendments. Like it would it would change the legislation then that you're voting on in the end of the voting block. Okay. So like like the way that model works that we all know it is that again yeah. what I was saying that like they're on Wednesday afternoon you have to be there. There. Mm-hmm. You have to physically be there because after a certain point they're saying a vote could be called at any stage. You know there's the voting block. We will definitely all be sitting there at half nine on a Wednesday invariably. Yeah. But then from all Wednesday afternoon that you may be called. Whereas other parts of the week you needn't have to be in Leinster House. Except itself, for Tuesday but... for the order oh, yes. of business is always yeah. a vote then. Yeah. Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday afternoon and night. Yeah. Okay, and then when you are voting, is it literally you sit you sit at your seat in the door mm. and you press the button? Yeah, and then oftentimes um, a thing, I don't think it's a new thing that Sinn Féin have started doing is they'll say they want to vote by means other than electronic. Um, and then the clerk of the door has to call out every single person's name and you shout Neil or Taw or abstain. Why, what's the strategy behind them doing that, do you think? I think that it's like to to rile up the government to annoy them literally in the moment now that's not what they'd say I don't mean to be maybe it's not but like you can see them getting really frustrated because it takes a really long time like each time there's a vote the bells have to ring for eight minutes but then they do a short bell if we're all in the chamber but it still clocks up to a, a lot of time that we're in there voting and they say that it's like they're like because there's a number of less than 10 in the difference we think we need to have a roll call vote to be sure mm-hmm. that yeah. the vote is lost, that we lost yeah, the vote that's, or whatever. That's, but like ultimately we know it is because it's not like somebody accidentally pressed taw on their yeah, vote. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, and to be fair, it's like you're like this, it could be like, this is a really important issue and we want to, are you sure about this vote? Mm-hmm. You know, that they were doing that kind of, um, was two weeks ago there was the vote on the legislation for MICA, the, the yeah. homes, like people's homes crumbling around them and like, 
it was actually it's so sad like there's people in the gallery who were crying like you yeah. know really upset and I guess it's kind of like the impact that that legislation has on people they're kind of like we're calling another vote you know and you can see why in that moment it's just like the frustration so now oftentimes we have a, a, an electronic vote and then we have a roll call roll. vote and there's also gates in there where you can walk through the kneel and tall. But the only time I ever saw that one in action was when we had that vote for Taoiseach, when we knew that nobody was going to become the Taoiseach. You know, it was before the government was formed. Yeah. So I think they can be called into action. I'm- so then that's why we often see you update your Instagram story at like one o'clock. So that these things go on for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday evenings in particular. And there is a kind of... Uh, general consensus that that has to change like the way the dole works it's like everything jam-packed into three days and that makes sense because everybody needs to be back in their constituencies it's not like other parliaments where when you're elected you move to the capital Mm -hmm. and you live there to represent your constituency in Ireland we all travel back to our constituencies every weekend so it works to have everything in three days and they're long days but ultimately I suppose there's a lot of like you know we're so far behind in terms of female representation and stuff that there's a lot of kind of work going into trying to make the parliament more family friendly and when we're there till one in the morning people are saying like this is ridiculous you know but it's very difficult to do that in an Irish context because if you stretch it out like I went on the family friendly dull reform committee and Lisa Chambers was not that as well she's a senator from Mayo and she's got a young child and obviously one of the dis- points of discussion was like should it not just be nine to five Monday to Friday it's not just TDs and senators like it's everyone working in the house there's a lot of staff there yeah um, and she was saying like that wouldn't help me like because then I'm five days away from my kid <laughs> instead of yes, three so yeah. there's so many different moving parts to look at in terms of making it more family friendly but ultimately I think it's you know kind of there's a consensus that we shouldn't be there till one in the morning um, and you see then people are like tired and worn out and should are riling up the government and everyone's it's horrible during the votes actually they're like shouting across the room at each other all the time there's particular like it's mainly, I think, that group of Fine Gael TDs there and they shout over across at a particular group of Sinn Féin oh, that's TDs. that's funny because, like, you often see, if you see, like, the UK Parliament and that's a lot rowdier and, you you know, people cheer and they shout mm-hmm. things. But I feel like any footage I see from the Dáil, you don't really see that. So um, maybe that bit... I much prefer Dáil etiquette to... Uh, House of House of Commons etiquette, I have to say. Yeah. But um, more and more... And actually, we were saying that the other day, um, after the votes like it's nearly becoming more and more like the House of Commons the way they're shouting across at each other mm-hmm. and like sometimes the um, Fianna Gael TDs hiss which I find bizarre yeah um, but they'd be shouting across from both sides and then in you saw in the vote of no confidence last week laughing hysterically across at each other as well because I've seen that feeling of somebody stands up and they're giving a speech and everybody starts laughing at oh, you. Oh, they're laughing while they're making a speech. Yeah, so I think it was when Robert Troy got up to speak everybody on the Sinn Féin side started hysterically laughing at him I don't know quite what they were laughing like I don't know it's just it's taken a it's taken a new I think maybe it was always like that and I didn't know because we had kind of Covid times where the door was much more empty and stuff Mm -hmm. but like you say you don't that doesn't come across on the TV or whatever yeah I don't think yeah I always thought it was very civilised not particularly interesting I don't think yeah because a lot of the coverage isn't like the voting part isn't that exciting yeah Mm. because it's a lot of you're just half it is you're just waiting there's large blocks of just waiting for people to sit down and then it's late on Wednesday mm. so they because there isn't any verbal interaction they cover the sort of leader stuff but it's it's that voting stuff and I think everyone's just that bit there's a lot of tension in the room Wednesday evenings and stuff then as well 
Yeah. Or people are tired, probably. People are tired, yeah. Yeah, yeah they you are. Know. And they're stuck there really late. Yeah. And, yeah, you can't leave for a f- number of hours before that. You can't even go out and get a coffee or something because a vote could be called at any moment. Um, And then when the bells ring as well, it's like... Because there's one vote after another during the block. So the, the short bells, but everyone then gets up and goes around and chats to each other quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or people be over to ministers and stuff. Yeah. It is... Because I'm obviously, well, it's my job, but also my nerd watching these things. That's actually some of the interesting stuff is you go and see who's over talking to who. Because mm. oh, you can see, there's no sound, but you can see, what are they talking to me about? <laughs> you see, sometimes people have messaged me on my Instagram yeah. stories, what are you saying to the t shirt? I say, yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I saw yeah, you over to the t shirt. Yeah. yeah. You know, be like, what's yeah. going on there? What were you saying to the t shirt, Connie? I think uh, the la- that time when somebody was messaging me about it, it was. Was it eating disorder? Eating disorders. Services, yeah, the absence of services, I should say. Yeah. Right, not chit chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not chit chat. No, not chat. Don't think uh, of chit chat with any of the ministries, really. They'd have to be chit chatable. <laughs> um, so that that's Wednesday night. Yeah. So then, what happens? Um. Then, when the votes are over. Yeah. Everyone heads. The only time you might miss a vote if you were on Tonight Show would be often colliding. Okay. Our uh, the late debate, they're both on at 10 o'clock at night. Everything political seems to be going on late at night. Mm. And then I go back to my hotel and I have Disability Matters Committee at 9 o'clock on Thursday morning with private private committee first and then it runs the same as the Children's Committee. After that, you have the three-hour public session with different groups in and covering different topics. And then oftentimes there's oral questions on a Thursday as well. So that's another difficult thing to juggle for Richard, <laughs> um, where we put questions in and they may or may not come. Sometimes we'd be sure, like there's priority questions. You, if you have a priority question, you know it's coming up. And then there's a number of questions after that. And it depends like, Richard is it's probably a better place actually to explain this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Wait, what time should I yeah, leave? Yeah, it's yeah. so confusing. So, so we're yeah. all, me and Richard are texting constantly on Thursday. So yeah, this is two Richard. things related to it. Is A, that like... <laughs> Like the system, because the system has to go through so much, it's things, but like yeah. you will, you uh, in Holly's always required to be in two places at once, yeah. That's the baseline, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and in terms of that, so what when you're in committee, the dolls is also still happening, yeah. And depending on what you maybe talk about, you may have to jump in and out of a committee. And sometimes you see people doing that, be like they have an idea, they're watching the television, that particularly is the Thursday mornings. So, what happens with that one is, is that there's what's called prior every. Each of the ministers um, goes into the doll for an hour and a half, about once every two months. It rotates to the through the um, ministers. There's three slots of the doll that it goes through. So you know they're coming up. And what you do is you can ask questions to the minister for agriculture in this case. And you know that this is coming up. And we say, okay, this is coming up in a few weeks. Then there's also a rotation based on the proportion of your um, seats um, about what's given to priority questions by opposition. And that means you're definitely, that's one of the questions you know is coming up. And mm-hmm. that's coming up first. So the slot starts at nine. There's about five priority questions. You'll go through them in order. So you can say, I'm fourth. It will be up around half nine. Because each of them takes around six minutes. But then there's the rest, what's called, um, they're just called oral questions. And in that regard, is they're just, you put in a question and it's put into a lottery. Okay. And it's they just literally number them. So um, 
they start at something like 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 is all the oral ones and that usually goes up to it depends on who the minister is but that can go up to 100 or something if they're depending on what the ministry is um, and what you then have to do is you've got to work out is is there a chance yours is going to be called within the hour and a half right and invariably it only goes up to about 14 is the number that it goes up to however sometimes people don't show up so I might have questioned some TD is question number 10, but they're not there or they're in a committee or they think it isn't going to go up. They don't come up. So then it jumps to 11. So that means you thought it only was going to go up to number 14. Now number 15 is in play. I see. Okay. It's this constant it's a, juggling act. Yeah. And then where I'm sitting in the committee, there is a TV with the doll on it and a TV with the Shannon on it and a TV with the committee on it. But the doll one's so far away that I can't see the number of the question on the TV. Okay. So I can see the Shannon one much better. That's yeah. no good to me. Um, so I was like, what number are they on? Yeah. <laughs> Constantly texting. Yeah. And if you don't turn up when your question is asked, you that's it. it. Yeah. It's not like they give you any leeway. With they that. give you a written answer. Okay, and so why is it important to get the minister? I mean, obviously, you can always submit questions. Yeah, written minister, questions, written questions yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. what's the benefit? You can come back in on this. So you might ask a question. You'd be like, um, we wanted an update on the you know, funding for venues for live music or something. Yes. And then they'll come back in and not bother giving you an update they'll just talk about what work they've done in terms of live venues yeah. so then you can come back in and go you didn't actually answer the question can I get an answer to the question so that's an advantage yeah because yeah. Um, you'd also like yeah because part of the thing the most incredibly frustrating thing is that if anybody sits down and watches it is that ministers just literally read out what civil servants have written for them yeah so if you ask about something like the supports for the live um, venues scheme that came after COVID they'll tell you what the scheme is so they have to talk for two minutes the Most of that, that would be they would just saying it was like we all know what this is. I've asked a question about it. That's the why person, we're here. The person who's asked me <laughs> it knows what it is. Why are you telling me everything I know? So it's about ninety percent of their answer just the waffle. Yeah. And then okay. you might get something at the end. And then they'll never answer the particular thing because like so we're asking about the support <laughs> scheme. The problem with that support system uh, was like, yeah, it's great you're giving venues money, but they weren't giving them venues money in time. So <laughs> venues need to plan months in advance. And they were giving them yeah. um, funding months after things had happened, okay. which means the venues were left out of pocket, the artists, crew, and we were trying to say, can you process this more quickly? And they're just telling you what the scheme is. Right. So you I have see. to come back in. Yeah. And then even when you do come back in and say that, sometimes they just continue to ignore just, your yeah, question yeah. and read off another thing, yeah. talking about what they plan to do in the future or something. Like, yeah. wow. again, and, just a whole lot of speak. From and so they know ahead of time what the question yes. you're going to yeah. ask yeah, is, yeah, and then they have a prepared yeah. answer. And like the only time that they're not prepared is the questions on policy and legislation with the Taoiseach or the yeah. Tonister, the leader of the Green Party. They don't know what you're going to bring no. up. Yeah. Until so then they kind of filibuster in a different way often. Yeah. They're oh. used to, they, they know, they just do yeah. the same drill, but without the, but then they always have, you'd see when the Taoiseach's there taking questions, his uh, party whip, his Jack Chambers will be sitting behind him. And if a particular question comes up, he might give him a sheet of paper. Like They'd have, they've got like a big folder, like a ring binder. Mm. And there's obviously, you know. Common things that might come up. Yeah, and they give them yeah. a piece of paper, which like, you can't expect the Taoiseach to know every single yeah. thing about every single question that might come up from every single TD, you yeah. know, because it can be so specific what you raise as well. So it's kind of fair enough, but you just see them then dodging the question in another way. It'd be kind of amusing really to see yeah. how will they fill up this minute. Yeah, <laughs> no, there. And are there particular ministers who, who just, who are a nightmare to deal with in that respect that you know if you're going to ask a question 
that they will just feed you back the pre-prepared answer there's no there's no interaction ministers have different ways of handling them for sure like you'd often see a minister will go i'll look into that for you and you're like oh great but they don't (laughs) you know you think that in the moment you're like oh they're gonna look into that now and get back to me but that's in depending on what way you look at it it's a clever way to handle it yeah it is it's 100 percent. yeah and they never do and they never do it. And then others will just talk down the clock and they don't even... You could be over going, would you answer the question? Like shouting across the chamber, they just completely ignore you and read off the thing. There's different approaches. Some of them get really defensive. Like, yeah. how dare you insinuate that I don't care about that? And you're yeah. like, oh no, come on, answer the question. There's different tacks. Everyone has different tacks. And does the Kian Corla... Like, will he ever intervene and say, come on, now you haven't answered your question? No. It's just fair game. Yeah, no, there's none of that. They just Then they'll start saying... And what they'll always try and do is talk to the end of it. So then the Kian's going, time's up, dinging the bell. And then it's like, oh, I didn't have time to get to my point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't see that big clock. <laughs> you can, yeah. Yeah. Some that people be... count the amount of times they might say in terms of or something. It could be like six, seven times in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but that must be very frustrating. If you've <gasps> waited around for a very long time, Richard's watching the <laughs> yeah, clock. You know, you're trying to coordinate all this yeah. and then... Yeah, you're like, did I really yeah. stay here until midnight to ask that question? And there's also part of it as well, because obviously we've got to prepare the questions as well. Like, invariably we have to anticipate... Because when you're coming back in, we have to anticipate what they're going to say. Invariably we're going to have to go with the fact is that they're not going to say anything good. But so then you have to fill out what your comeback is going to be ahead of time. Uh, yeah, we also presume that they're never going to agree with us, no matter how right the point is. I think if sometimes if they actually said, "Yeah, that's a really good point," and greeted us, and might be stumped on you know, what much you're going to say. I'd be like, "What am I going to say?" Yeah, I'd be like, "Thanks," uh, yeah. but that rarely happens. So and you'd be fun. like, "Thanks, what are you going to do about yeah, it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Worth like like for everyone listening, this like you do get somewhere sometimes. Or getting the ministers on record. Like, I'm trying yeah. to understand, no, like, do, you, yeah, the yeah. benefit of it. <laughs> yeah, that makes it seem very cynical. But no, that, yeah. it absolutely is because, like, you have a direct rate. Like, somebody somebody emails into the office. Yeah. We look at it. Holly says, yes, that's something we can do something on. We raise it then with a minister. And it adds to it. And it is on their radar. Yeah. And that, that does result in change. Okay. Yeah. And we can raise it at committee sta- committees as well. Like, there's, there's other ways of doing it. Parliamentary questions through the media there's all those different routes yeah okay so you might not get a satisfactory answer at the time but because you've raised a certain issue with the minister they're more likely to actually act on it yeah and they the, may not give you credit for you raising it but but jesus no. no they wouldn't dream of it but um like i think the thing is that we could go in every week and raise something and they'll be like we don't really care what holly thinks or says but if there's public behind you if there's people behind you saying we want this addressed that's when they respond so it's like the combination of factors like I could go in and set myself on fire they wouldn't care but if I went in and raised an issue the number of people emailed them about it's like that adds you build you build and we saw that um in the first year when the server the Leinster House server crashed um because of the height of emails coming in on the commission's report into mother and baby homes mm-hmm. and then you saw a change of attack from them so it's a i think we think that we only have power during an election using our voice and voting but ultimately you know the government will only respond to the public and opposition not just 
opposition. I see. Hmm. And it's public pressure and <clears throat> public embarrassment. Yeah, like our cost of disability motion last week, week before last, we had um, the gallery like full, we had, you know, Disability Federation of Ireland, Disabled Artists, um, Irish Wheelchair Association, West Cork Special Schools. There was so many groups up there. Um, and people from Cork Southwest, they find it much harder to, you know, just ignore you or not really care. Like that, that brings it home to them. They're like, these are people. And ultimately for them, they're like, these are voters. Yeah. <laughs> and that unfortunately is what makes the difference. Hmm. I do think there'll be a focus on disability in the budget, I hope. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Needed. And so that's on a Thursday. So at a certain point, the doll is over for the week. Yeah, Thursday evening. Thursday evening. And it's not the same time every week, or it depends. No, it's very varied. And I would then always hope, because like I speak, like we said, when it's agriculture, disability, whatever, so I'm always like hoping that my slots are not the last slot on a Thursday, because then I might get home at like midnight, one in the morning, you know, can be very late. And then what it, does a typical Friday look like? It's normally meetings in the constituency, um... All the things that I haven't been able to do as I'm up in Dublin during the week. I envy those Dublin TDs so much. <laughs> yeah, it's a big difference if you're living close to the Dáil or if you're living in Donegal or, or down here, isn't it? Yeah. You have 10 hours just getting up to Dublin and back again. So you lose 10 hours of your week just like that. And then, yeah, oftentimes we might be meeting with could be different groups here or individuals or engineers from the council. That kind of stuff would be... Friday sometimes that's on Monday too and Saturday and Sunday depends on the week <laughs> but that's yeah I suppose a, a long-winded version of a, a, week, a week a standard week and ultimately the amount like like that Richard said I'm always supposed to be in two places at once so all of the other stuff that's going on like the amount of work that goes into putting in those questions Richard does all of that we would chat about it on Monday what things are we focused on whatever Richard does all of that then the amount of work that goes into committees we get draft legislation comes in and then we have all of the you know public sessions and then Richard would be like the amount of amendments that he draws up and puts in the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes by Richard and Tara Mm -hmm. is other level I don't think people realise that leave it there that's an episode Thank you, Holly. <laughs> Please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. The music theme is Safety Net by Riot, taken from the YouTube audio library.